0: Amy at 50 KFUO Worldwide at KFUO.org. I'm Gary Duncan. This is the Midday Moments program. It's time now for our Moment of Faith. And of course, as always, we have Pastor Doug Nicely of Jerusalem Lutheran Church in Collinsville, Illinois, on the phone with us this afternoon. Hi, Doug. Hi, Gary. Good afternoon to you. How are you today? Hey, I'm doing all right. I'm um, just kind
1: of staying at home. I've got one visit later on in the afternoon, but that's it. That's really nice.
0: Okay, <laughs> yeah. So we want to kind of pick up where a theme that you're on right now with some hymnody.
1: Yeah, we're we're, we're just going through the Lenten hymns, and we're following a lot of hymns all, all through the whole Lenten season with the hymns of Isaac Watts. Right. Um, guy who lived 300 years ago. Uh, this one's kind of interesting, at least where we start out. Uh, let me start out by saying, I'm just absolutely amazed at what people in church argue over. I understand that this is 300 years ago, but Isaac Watts got himself in trouble by writing hymns. <laughs> Here's the story. Okay. Isaac Watts was the pastor at Mark Lane Chapel in London. He wrote many hymns to be sung by his church. That's what caused the controversy. One man complained Christian congregations have shut out divinely inspired psalms and taken in Watt's flights of fancy. The issue was singing hymns instead of psalms exclusively. That's what they did. They wouldn't, they wouldn't sing any hymn, it would only be variations on the psalms. This controversy spread across the Atlantic Ocean. A little bit later, Reverend Adam Rankin told the General Assembly of the Presbyterian Church in Philadelphia, I've ridden on horseback all the way from my home in Kentucky uh, to ask this body to refuse the great and pernicious error of adopting the use of Isaac Watts' hymns in public worship in preference to the Psalms of David. Uh, I guess Isaac Watts won because this argument doesn't make any sense to us 300 years later. (laughs) But anyway, let's see. Uh, We're not sure what caused Watts' depression in 1712, but he never recovered from his breakdown. He asked his church to discontinue his salary, but they refused and uh, hired a co-pastor who assumed the bulk of the preaching duties. Watts remained as their pastor for the rest of his life. A wealthy couple from his church invited Watts to spend a week at their estate, Watts accepted this invitation and remained living with them until his death 36 years later. Could you imagine somebody living in your house for 36 years? (laughs) Was not a relative?
0: Yeah, that would be uh, weird.
1: (laughs) It sure would. I'm glad it was a castle. Watts never married, but he truly enjoyed the children in the house where he lived. In 1715, he published Divine and Moral Songs for Children. The book sold 80,000 copies in a single year. I found copies of this book still available at several sites on the Internet to this day. He wrote, Children high uh, or low degree, or the Church of England or dissenters, baptized in infancy or not, all joined together in these songs. As I have endeavored to uh, sink the language to the level of a child's understanding, to profit all, if possible, and offend none. Sounds like the controversy he was involved in. Right. Um, The song we sing today is one of the hymns in this book. It doesn't sound to us like a children's hymn, but the thoughts behind the lyrics are very easy to see and to understand, which makes it a children's hymn. Here's the hymn. I sing the almighty power of God that made the mountains rise. That spreads the flowing seas abroad, and built the lofty skies. I sing the wisdom that ordained the sun to rule the day. The moon shines full at God's command, and all the stars obey. I sing to goodness of the Lord, who filled the earth with food who formed the creatures through the word and then pronounce them good lord how thy wonders are displayed where'er i turn my eye if i survey the ground i tread or gaze upon the sky There's not a plant or flower below, but makes thy glories known. And clouds arise and tempests blow by order from thy throne. While all that borrows life from thee is ever in thy care. And everywhere that we can be, thou God art present there. What was talking about here is actually taken from Psalm 104. So what he did was he took the words of the psalm and made them into a hymn, which 300 years ago was controversial. Well, here's the psalm verses. O oh Lord, how manifold are your works! In wisdom you have made them... all, Uh, the earth is full of your creatures. Here is the sea and the great wide, which teems with creatures innumerable, living things, both small and great. There go the ships and Leviathan, which you have formed to play in it. These all look to you, and you give them their food in due season. When you give it to them, they gather it up. You open your hand, and they are filled with good things. When you hide your face, they are dismayed. When you take away their breath, they die and return to the dust. When you send forth your spirit, they are created and renew the face of the ground. Well, because this last reference to God renewing after death, these verses are often used at cemeteries as we are about to bury a loved one. But children can understand this story a lot easier than we adults can. We can see God renewing the face of the earth every year at springtime. And maybe we adults need to see everything around us as simply as children do when they go outside. something to think about.
0: That's for sure.
1: Yeah, you know, it's it's not just something that we do at a cemetery to remind us that uh, uh, somebody who has died in the Lord is now going to live with him forever. No, uh, it's reinforced in everything around us during the spring season. Mm -hmm. And I'm looking outside of my window, and I know that I'm going to have to mow the grass soon.
0: (laughs) Yeah, me too. I noticed that this morning when I was pulling out of the driveway. Yeah, so it's coming. Mm -hmm. But that's the renewal. Right. So I'm going to put this all
1: into a prayer for us today, okay? Okay, sounds good. Lord, we can see your sovereignty clearly in the world around us. Invite us to go outdoors and play with our children and grandchildren to see what they see in the wonders of your creation. For we pray in the name of Jesus, whose resurrection from the dead we celebrate in the springtime on purpose. Amen.
0: Amen. What are we talking about next week, Doug?
1: I got another Isaac Watts hymn. Okay. This is, Am I a Soldier of the Cross?, And this hymn gets us all ready to prepare for the coming of Holy Week. Am I a soldier of the cross?
0: That's what we're going to talk about next week. Sounds good. All right. Thanks so much for being on the program again today.
1: Oh, you're very welcome, Gary. We'll
0: uh, talk to you again next week. We're the messenger of good news. We're worldwide at KFUO.org.